0: Welcome to episode four of the Dinner Sisters podcast, where two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Rhode Island. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal.
1: And I'm Betsy Wallace. I'm living, working, and raising a family in Atlanta, Georgia. I love dinner, but can always use help planning and cooking for my family of five, some of whom have opinions about dinner and meals.
0: Mm, just a few (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, our goal with this podcast well we want to cook a little better learn a little bit about food and most importantly figure out what the heck to have for dinner in this episode we cooked a tomato sauce from a legendary italian cook made polenta in the instant pot and roasted a whole lot of green beans
1: yes so my family loved that tomato sauce Even though we put our own spin on it, which we'll talk about later.
0: Oh, my goodness. I can't wait. Oh, geez. All right. So here's how this works. Like every week, we have three recipes that we cooked and reviewed from popular food blogs, internet chefs, and other sources on the World Wide Web. We have all these recipes, tips, and the smorgasbord, and a shopping list on our website, www.dinnersisters.com. You can also get them sent directly to your inbox by subscribing to our newsletter um, if you'd like to preview the recipes before listening.
1: So our recipes this week were Marcella Hazen's butter tomato sauce with instant pot polenta, pan-seared tilapia, and roasted green beans. And then at the last meal, we have polenta florentine. Nice.
0: So our first recipe comes from the New York Times cooking section, Um, which published a recipe originally written by Marcella Hazen. Um, Her cookbooks are credited with introducing the public to traditional Italian cooking, and although she's passed away, she leaves quite a legacy, which includes this simple tomato sauce, um, among other classic Italian recipes.
1: It was so simple, so only a can of tomatoes, butter, salt, and an onion to make a delicious tomato sauce for pasta or polenta.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's honestly hard to believe that and with these few ingredients, you can co- coax out such a tasty, rich sauce. And, like, a lot of food bloggers are super in love with the sauce. Um, it's one of the reasons I found it. A friend of mine yelled at me until I made this sauce. Super popular because it's so good. And, you know, I sometimes have a hard time liking a homemade tomato sauce, especially, like, a quick mm-hmm. one. Like, ones that simmer all day, I'm all about, but, like, shorter than, you know hours on the stove sometimes it gets too like acidy for me or something mm-hmm. um but this sauce gets there in 45 minutes of hands-off time largely hands-off time um i love this sauce basically um betsy what did your family think
1: so my family absolutely love this sauce But I have a funny story about what happened during my (laughs) dinner time when we tried this out. So I put the tomatoes, the butter, the onion, and salt on the stove, per the instructions. And it said you know intermittently come back and you. Know, it's largely hands off but come back and crush the tomatoes kind of and check right. on the sauce every once in a while so i went out in my front yard to go do some gardening and i came back in to crush the tomatoes at the back of my spoon like it said mm-hmm. but i had clicked off the recipe at this point like okay just gonna That's do simple, it right? what can, you know what can simple wrong. 45 minutes later we should have a sauce so i'm I'm crushing these tomatoes and I'm realizing like the onions just sort of sitting there. So I decided to just kind of crush the onion down into the sauce oh too. Gosh. And so I'm kind <laughs> of like crushing <laughs> onions and tomatoes together oh and they were all melty and mellow and delicious by the end. And so then I served the whole thing up, you know, with the onions and the tomatoes. And my husband, who usually doesn't like tomatoes.
0: No, he hates them. And we were talking They're about onions, this. right? He You've known.
1: Or yeah, onions. Yeah, onions. I mean, you've known him for 15 years and he is just so adamant about his onion issue. But he mm. said when I served this, this is the first time he's liked onions in a meal because they were slow so roasted crazy. in the tomatoes and it, they were, because they were absolutely delicious. However, it turns out you're not <laughs> supposed to put the, the onions no. in there. It's like not part of the recipe. Oh, so simple gosh. that I managed to not do correctly. <sighs> And I never went back to double check it because I thought, like, what could you possibly do wrong with this? I got this. I'm Yeah, I got this. No need to double check. Like, I'll just make this onion-y tomato sauce. So I thought it was delicious. But (laughs) you were dying when I was telling you how delicious the onions were. And we figured out – I mean, I figured out that I should definitely not have done that.
0: Right. I mean, definitely not should have done that, like, according to the recipe. I mean, it turned out – great so that's awesome um yeah I, I did almost die laughing because we were, we were talking about this recipe via text and it kind of was like I slowly downed on it slowly dawned on me what you're like Ryan loved the sauce he said he never likes onions I'm like well it's probably because she took the onions out it was so delicious and mellow and I was like what and then you got <laughs> to like and it just like mushed into the sauce I was like oh my gosh did you eat the <laughs> onion? In? and then I just about peed my pants laughing um, and I also I like told indeed. mom, i like Betsy left the onion in the sauce. She's like, well, what are you supposed to do? You just don't throw that out because that's what you're supposed to do. Just like throw it out. But you know, like you a go.
1: stock, like how you take the vegetables but, out yeah. of the stock. I mean, like stock. I yes, I totally get that. But when I'm making this again, I'm I'm gonna eat the onion. I think because I, I loved mean, it. and It was delicious. Do you?
0: Do you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Marcella ha- Hazen is probably rolling in her grave, Betsy. But it's fine. She you know. probably
1: is. There's probably a lot of other people who are like, well, I'm not going to listen to this anymore. <laughs> Bad advice. Oh uh, so anyways.
0: Well, polenta, tomato sauce, two ways. We'll, just, we'll yes. just say that. Yeah.
1: There you go. There you go. All always right, an so, adventure.
0: Always an adventure. Um, so how'd the Instapot polenta turn out? Mine was fantastic. <laughs>
1: I know. And I love that you set up this question because you know that I did not do the instant pound polenta. And I bought the rolls. A super so cheater for I, this whole recipe thing. I was a super cheater on this whole recipe. Oh um, so, yeah, I went out to look for polenta and I could find the rolls and then a oh. box of instant polenta. And I was at two different stores. And so I was a little, like... Well I'm not doing this, then well, this is enough. ridiculous oh, I so think
0: that's so weird it's not like you live I mean you live like in like dense Atlanta like
1: yeah, I do, and there's a ton of grocery stores around me. I don't know why they didn't weren't stocking it, or maybe I just wasn't looking in the right place, but also I mean, I feel like I will do a fair amount of effort, but um. Well, I, mean, I, I felt like polenta. I found the polenta salt. aisle if there was the rolls of polenta and the instant pot, but yeah. or the instant box of instant. But anyways, I just made this with linguine and it was delicious. How was I mean, your instant? Delicious. Yeah, how was your instant pot polenta?
0: Yeah, I mean I can find polenta here because there's you know a huge population of um, Italian folks or Italian American mm-hmm. folks in Rhode Island. Um, I can find a lot of stuff Italian, which is kind of fun, um, but. You know, it was great. You know, um, I wonder, though, do you think you could have used grits? I mean, I
1: I probably could have. Yeah. I mean, if I were to try this again, I could make. Yeah. You know, you could just make this instant pot if it's flexible like that. Just make your grits this way in the Instant Pot, too. Any I wonder, kind of corn-based yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Another thing.
0: Well, we're getting off on a grits-based yeah. tangent. Yeah, yeah Maybe yeah. that can be another show. Right. Um, but so for what I did, I um, I ended up making two cups of dry polenta with eight cups of water, mm-hmm. which is just about as much as my Instant Pot can handle. Um, I took... So and really what you do is you just have hot, hot water um, that you either boil on the stove or in the Instant Pot, um, mix the polenta in very, very well... And then pop the top on, let it go for the time. And then when you pop the top off, you mix in, um, whisk in your, your dairy, your butter, your cheese, your milk until you get rid of all the lumps and it's nice and smooth and creamy. Um, Mm -hmm. and it worked like a charm. I thought it was pretty good. Nice. Um, I would do that. I then took like half of it and spread it out on a silicone baking mat that I had on a half sheet pan for my, um, polenta Florentine. Um, kind of doing double duty mm-hmm, i don't mm-hmm. know if anyone else would think this is a good tip or trick but if you're gonna make instant pot if you're gonna make polenta once don't make it twice certainly um so i just spread it out on the pat on the baking sheet cut into tile like squares and then tiled it up in the baking dish that i was gonna mm-hmm. use for the polenta florentine. popped it in the fridge and it didn't take me like tons of time i want to be clear like i did not measure the squares so that they were perfect i just like cut them up and if i hadn't little bits i just jammed them in the in the cracks and called it a night um yeah you know that said like the polenta in a tube like it's not going to kill anyone in that pasta florentine the sauce and everything else is well we'll get into that but um i think if you're making polenta for this really simple tomato sauce Mm -hmm. like go with the fresh stuff like the dry that you make yourself if you're making a baked dish I think the stuff in the tube is just fine.
1: Yeah. And that makes sense to me because the simple, like simple few ingredients of the Mm -hmm. tomato sauce says to me, use simple high quality ingredients for whatever you're putting that on. Right. So the homemade polenta and the simple sauce would combine for just a really great meal. I can see that. Yeah. 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 I like that.
0: So, um, yeah, I mean, that said, you know, no judging. No judgment here. Um, in terms of rating, I, this is one of my favorite dishes almost of all time is this, is this um, pasta sauce. So mm-hmm. I give it a five out of five forks.
1: So I would give it a four out of five forks, and I really liked it. I mean, I thought it was simple. We'll make it again. I'll make it again as a, as a go-to red sauce.
0: With the onions. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna I will definitely make the onions in there again. <laughs> and probably till I die and I'll tell you about it every time. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> All right.
0: So what's our next what's our next recipe?
1: So the next recipe is pan seared tilapia with garlic roasted green beans. And this was a recipe with a little less drama because we just had the pan-seared tilapia (laughs) from allrecipes.com and garlic-roasted green beans from epicurious.com. I tend to be a little bit skeptical about recipes from Mm -hmm. All Recipes. Kate, tell us about this one and why you picked it.
0: Yeah, so first of all, I think you're spot on with your skepticism. All Recipes has uh, a wide range of contributors with varying skill sets and levels. We'll just leave it there. And I think it's a really good idea to take some other recipes with a grain of salt. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, when I was looking for a simple, straightforward pan seared tilapia without anything like any additional moving parts, um, I found this recipe and you know, it was pretty straightforward. It was just the technique, which was, which was pretty good. Simple directions for a lightly floured, then pan seared tilapia fillet, um, which is all this dish was solid. Um, and I liked how the fish came out. What were your thoughts?
1: I make a lot of tilapia and mostly bake it, so I mm. thought this was a good change of pace, and it was easy to make, and the fish stayed tender, which I really liked and appreciated.
0: Oh, yeah. And nothing worse than, like, dry fish. Oof. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the roasted green beans came from Epicurious.com, which is a website that is bittersweet for me because they started it at the end of my favorite magazine of all time, which was Gourmet. Um, and so it still has, Epicurious still has recipes from gourmet, but it also houses a lot of Bon Appetit's recipes. Um, and I think it's a really good place to go for solid, if sometimes complicated recipes. Um, you know, not everything isn't in, in theres is your everyday. Um, but you know, the recipe that we did for the green beans isn't complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, you roast the green beans for a while add the chopped fresh garlic, mix it all up and then roast it a little bit more. Um I've roasted green beans before a lot. Um but funnily enough and never with garlic and I really liked that. Um but I will say like you've gotta start the oven as soon as possible to get that temperature up for roasting if you're gonna do this with the fish. Because yeah. if you don't do that, you're gonna start your beans, um and it's going to take a while to get up to temperature. You're going to fry up the fish. The fish is going to get cold. So if you preheat the oven, which is absolutely necessary, you'll be good to go.
1: Yeah. You really need to get the oven going right away or the timing isn't going to work on this one. Mm-hmm. And there's really nothing. I hate it when I like the fish is done, but the green beans aren't done. Right. And so now in my family, at least like people just, if if people are really hungry, I'm like, okay, we'll just have a little bit of fish and <laughs> Well now here's the green beans and you're doing it in course. Oh no. Yeah, it's just and that happens, but you can prevent it by knowing ahead of time to get your oven going early. So it's uh the green beans, as far as the green beans go, we really enjoyed it and I roast nice. a lot of vegetables, but green beans usually aren't my go to on for roasting. So nice. I thought it was, was great. I didn't clip the ends of my green beans and I had a few What? Complaints about that. I don't know. I just, I got them and I was like, well, these are going in the pan and they can just (laughs) clip the tops off when they get them on their plates. But maybe I should have been more considerate. I don't know. And done it. So you're just
0: like kids. You can do this work yourself once they're roasted?
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm frying this fish up. The least you can do is take the tops (laughs) off your own green beans.
0: I mean... I get the child labor part. Um, I do clip the top by the stem. I don't usually <laughs> do the ends. Um, it gets a little woody, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, especially you know,
1: this time of year. I think maybe like, I got maybe more complaints the girls lined because up on the
0: counter and have them do it before.
1: That's true. I feel like they I've can got those that. nice, you those know. nice um, like kids kid Small knives. Hands, yeah. Um, anyway, all I'm right. Just... I'm gonna do it. Fair next time.
0: I yeah. I just line the the green beans up on the cutting board and then chop all the ends at once like six or seven at a time um
1: well yeah clearly i would know how to do it if i chose to i was just kind of like (laughs) i didn't think it was it's fiber it was necessary but everyone else seemed very offended that they had (laughs) green bean tops on the top there (laughs) all right what did you think what did you think about this one
0: yeah, together, I'd put these two recipes, like, as a four out of five forks. Solid ideas for a weeknight meal. Not a lot of time. Easy, simple, um, but still delicious.
1: Yeah, I'm right with you. I feel like I'm giving a, a fair amount of four out of five. But I think for me, it, it hit those easy weeknight meal um, requirements that everyone liked it. It was fairly mm-hmm. easy. I like that it had a... As, as, like a stove component and then like an oven component and a stovetop mm. component. So I could have two things going at the same time, Nice. which nice. is good. So four out of five forks. I'll make it again.
0: Cool. Well, our last recipe is um, polenta florentine, like we mentioned a couple times already, from the kitchen, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. um, a website kind of part of the apartment therapy group, actually. Um, and that's spelled K I T C H n they dropped the e i don't i don't know why anyway um i decided on this recipe as a way to have another use for the polenta we made in the instant pot um in case you wanted to do that or you get the tube no judgment here um Mm -hmm. so basically this is a layered dish of polenta a bechamel sauce which is a cream sauce um spinach and parmesan cheese that's then baked until it's like gooey and golden um, as I talked about earlier, this dish was made a little easier for me um, with the polenta pre-assembled. Otherwise, there are a few steps, like if you go back and make the polenta. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, how did it turn out for you?
1: So I have a little audio clip I wanted to play first with my... Okay, who's tried it? Me. And hey, what would you think? Good. Good how? I like the potato.
0: It's not okay. actually potato, it's polenta. Mm-hmm. It's corn-based. Oh, it's, potato. it's called polenta florentine. Well, try it again. And if I'm not right, then I don't know how to do it. Is. Mm.
1: It's mashed potato. Mm. I really like this. Yes. Well, it tastes like mashed potato mixed with corn. Mm-hmm. I mean, grits. It tastes like grits.
0: Yeah. Well, grits is corn-based also. Huh? Okay.
1: Sun talking about the polenta florentine
0: he's hilarious
1: yeah yeah so we really liked this and I made it with the roll polenta which I think turned out fine and it actually made it a, super quick to put together um, yeah. and I also sprinkled just to kind of like an extra layer of mozzarella cheese on top which you know, made it I can't push back yeah that's yeah. Well, really yeah. good
0: never a Mm -hmm. bad thing to add more cheese um you know i think this is a good recipe um to have in your back pocket for dairy eating vegetarian you know friends and family Mm -hmm. i feel like you could do this as a main dish for even like a dinner party like a you know less formal dinner oh yeah that would be fun and everyone would like it um i have in the past added crumbled italian sausage to this if you Mm -hmm. want meat in there um but i don't think it's necessary um if you did decide to do the dinner party route i would like do a salad with like a little bit of a bite like um, radicchio which I can find here because you know again the Italians um, love that radicchio but you, you're really something with a like a tangy acidy vinaigrette to cut through the creaminess of the dish um, and I'll, I'll link to a couple ideas that I had in the show notes um, overall I you know I like this recipe a lot and I feel like we're just super positive in this episode but I don't care mm-hmm. four to five forks
1: yeah I was at four and a half getting close to five forks on this one because we really search for you know I actively seek out vegetarian recipes that Mm. everyone we eat it they're easy to make everyone is full it's you know this so this really um everyone really loved it and I liked making it it was great I liked it Cool. yeah
0: so for the final judgment uh, what are our winners Um, I'll go first because I think we all know the winner for me is Marcella Hazen's tomato sauce Um, a little unfair because it came into the week this week as one of my favorites but I have no regrets I don't care loved it
1: yeah I'm glad you shared that one so my favorite was the kitchen's polenta florentine Hmm. because it's going into my veg based dinner files as a go to
0: any of these recipes sound good Make sure to check out our show notes and grocery list at www.dinnersisters.com. There you'll find links to all the recipes, any tips or techniques that we discussed, as well as a list to our shopping list spreadsheet.
1: All right, Kate, what's up for the smorgasbord today?
0: Well, so this is a quick tip for a dinner idea that was inspired by Instagram, of course, and our mom. And the title of this section.
1: Ooh, it's a matchup. Tell us more. (laughs) Yeah, I like it.
0: All right. So, I mean, you're on Instagram, and I feel like they are forever Mm. featuring these beautiful cheese charcuterie and veggie boards, and they're amazing, and they're beautiful. You've seen them, right?
1: Yes, they are. It's like the flat lay or whatever people Mm. do, and they want to put everything down and make an amazing bored oh food. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, they're gorgeous, kind of insane, and likely cost over a hundred dollars right. to put together. Right. <laughs> which isn't in my food budget for a one night blow out meat and cheese dinner or something.
0: (laughs) I mean, they look delicious. They seem delicious. But um, yeah, so I saw one, again, another one the other day, and they photographed beautifully. You know, when I was thinking about this section, the smorgasbord and, like, what we should put in. And, um, you know, also smorgasbord, no coincidence, is um, named in part after a board in Sweden that they make of deli meats and cheeses, amongst a lot of other things. Um, And actually made me think of one of my favorite meals that our mom used to make or really bake
1: yeah this is great a great sneak peek into your brain kate so what let's have it what's the (laughs) oh what's my point what's the quick tip here yeah (laughs) right
0: oh yeah okay yeah yeah so anyway my point so our mom is a great baker and she's always churning out these like perfect loaves of multi-grain breads and like from when we were kids mm-hmm. and when we were growing up, dinner would sometimes be just like a loaf of her fresh bread with whatever you would like on top of it, kind of open faced sandwich style. Um, and like, this was not crazy like the cheese boards. It was just mm-hmm. like some cheese we had in the drawer, summer sausage because we're in Wisconsin, but sometimes ham or whatever, um, some jam, butter, honey, um but it was so good.
1: Yeah, and it is really good and it also kind of um speaks to our German heritage. We have uh strong hmm, German roots here. Totally and right. yeah, and it's it's kind of like their um a traditional abendbrot which is the a traditional German dinner. So back in the day, you'd have a heavier meal served at noon and when you came home, you'd have more like a bread, meat, cheese spread in the evening. Um Ooh. which You know, Midwestern, there's so much of that tradition still Mm -hmm. kind of alive in the Midwest, um, which we were kind of lucky to grow up with, and mom kind of continued.
0: Kept going, yeah.
1: Yeah, which is great. And it's a good reminder that it's a simple meal, and that dinner doesn't always have to be a big production of pots and pans.
0: Exactly. Um, Love the new vocab word. Going to use it all the time. Um, And, you know, I wanted to say, like, You may not be a multi-grain bread baker like our mother who does Mm -hmm. bakes like almost twice a week sometimes. Um, But, you know, maybe there's a good bakery in your town that makes a killer sourdough that you love. Or, you know, maybe you can pick up a baguette from Piggly Wiggly on the way home. Um, You know, like Mm -hmm. find find a decent loaf of bread. um, And if it's a whole loaf of bread that you bought, you can reheat it in the oven. Um, for about 10 to 50 minutes at 350 degrees. And then I'll like crisp up the edges, kind of get the inner part of it warm and then slice it up, you know, add some deli meat, some cheeses, whatever, mustards, jams, and other stuff that your family likes have on your fridge. Just spread it out on the table, you know, and let everyone make their own favorite open face sandwich. Um, you know, and I always ended with a slice of bread with butter and honey as dessert, just like our dad.
1: right exactly and you know another thing i was thinking of too is that we um would sometimes have tuna fish with this which is also a really good easy pantry Pantry meal meal, you know kind of something to just take out of your pantry yeah so
0: four kids she you know needed some pantry meals in her life. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, And I've made this more than a few times for my family, and it's always a hit. And I should make it again soon. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, everyone, including the cook, is usually grateful for a meal like this every once in a while. So that's a great reminder.
0: Oh, great. I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. Mm -hmm. All right. So what do we have coming up?
1: So coming up, next week we'll cook broccoli cheddar soup, chicken and milk and chili mac
0: oh yes okay a good mix of comfort food and one of our shared Mm -hmm. favorite recipes that's
1: right so you'll have to tune in next week to find out which one is one of our all-time favorite recipes so that's what's for dinner see you next time on the dinner sisters we'll save a spot for you at the table
0: Would you like a little dinner in your inbox every week? Subscribe to our newsletter by going to our website at www.dinnersisters.com for show notes, grocery lists, and other fun stuff. Got some dinner ideas? Shoot us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com. Lastly, as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe. That's how we get people to know us. Thanks, and happy eating.
1: Dinner. this yes, we was dinner, don't know where we was in the dinner. But dinner's not coming today. Where is our dinner. dinner? Dinner.
0: Dinner. Dinner. Where is our dinner? Where is that our dinner? dinner? Where is our dinner? Tenor